We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday. TGIF, hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, let's see. we got a lot to get into here on this Friday. I see Jay Smith, Chance, Cameron Blastingame, Justin Lankford, Stephanie Lee, Brendan John, Gad, Connor Lee, Noah Johns, Chuck, Todd Smith, Robert D. Myers, Travi, Stephen Warwell Jr. What's up? The whole gang is here. What's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. Also, <clears throat> those in the Big Cock Club Discord, head over to the TDC Questions channel, the TDC Questions channel, be sure your questions are answered there. Guys, the pick is in. The pod has dropped. And yours truly is going with the Gamecocks against all odds yet again to get the W. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. We are live, taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-337. And of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends, over at Price Picks, go down the Price Picks app, go to PricePicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS at sign up to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Again, we have got a live show today. Of course, it is game day. Even Black Friday, by the way. Those of you who may be out doing your shopping and you are tuned in here on this Black Friday. Um, appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you're having a fantastic time, guys. Hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. I know I did. Shout out to my guy that had me yesterday. I ate my body weight in turkey and pumpkin pie yesterday. But we've already hit the gym today. Worked it off. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're ready. We're good to go. Um, again, let's get into your comments. Let's get into your questions. John Edwards says, love that you played our fight song. Yeah, so I, I thought I would mix it up, man. I thought, why not? Let's do something special for the uh, the rivalry game podcast. So in case you missed it, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what the end is, but you got to go listen. You got to go check it out. It is a fun one for sure. Again, of course, you see today we've got the Cuck Flimson shirt on. Just felt right, right? The beat Clemson hat. Clem sucks, if you will. Uh, I was so funny. I called them Clem Sucks the entire show. Been calling it Memorial Stadium all week. Just those little jabs, you know what I mean, on Rivalry Week. But uh, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Yeah, James Long, USA, England World Cup today. You know, it's funny you bring that up, James. I thought about doing an extended Daily Crow today. I really thought about doing like a three-hour TDC. And I realized that USA played 
at three or excuse me at two today and I just felt like you know what it would be unpatriotic of me to be doing the show during that game so yeah I was like you know what let's let's make sure we're tuned in USA England I'm actually excited to watch that game as well again guys phone lines are open we are going to get my good friend Jake Crane on the show at 12 15 you know what's so funny by the way I'm seeing all these comments that uh I'm giving us the kiss of death by picking us. Let's 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 take a stroll down memory lane real quick and look at my picks on this season. Because it's so funny. People only remember when you're wrong. They only remember when you're wrong, right? They forget that. Let's go down the list. Georgia State, I picked a W. Arkansas, I picked an L. I was correct. Georgia, I picked an L. I was a correct. Of course, SC State, Charlotte, who cares? But both W's, those were correct. I picked a loss at Kentucky. That was incorrect. I picked a win over Texas A&M. That was correct. Picked a, picked a win over Mizzou. That was incorrect. Picked a win over Vandy. That was correct. Picked a loss to Florida. That was correct. Then picked a loss to Tennessee. That was incorrect. So I think I've gone eight and three. I, I've missed the Kentucky game, the Tennessee game, and the Missouri game. I've missed those three games. I'm eight and three in picks on the season. So to call me the kiss of death, I mean, I understand there's jaded Gamecock fans out there who feel like, oh my God, you know, people are people are picking us. People are high on us. That means we're going to lose. I just went into that show last night. And guys, I'll tell you this. <clears throat> In regards to the pick, the prediction, what have you. I've been back and forth 50-50 on it all week. And picking the South Carolina Clemsucks game, especially this year, it is the hardest pick of the season, Right? It is the hardest pick of the season because I do my best on a week-in, week-out basis, right, to remove my fandom, see things as I want them to be, not as they are. Or, excuse me, see them as they are, not as they want to be. Switch that. But I do my best on a week-in, week-out basis to remove my fandom and to make the best possible pick that I can. Right, Not the garnet glasses view, the honest, unfiltered view. That is much easier said than done when you're talking about this game because we all so desperately want to win it, as I talked about on the podcast that dropped this morning. But I really do believe, I I really do believe, guys, and listen, I picked this game as a win over the summer. I labeled it as a toss-up, and I still believe that it is. But I picked this as a win over the summer. I think there's a path to victory for South Carolina. My greatest area of concern in this football game. It is Clemson's front seven and the way that the defensive line can completely wreck our game plan offensively. I think our defense will do enough. I think even last year, you look at the defense, they showed up ready to play. If you had any sort of compliment on the offensive side, that would have been a close game. But you didn't, and so Clemson was able to run it down your throat and give them credit up front, line of scrimmage. They dominated you all night. If South Carolina was able to learn anything from last weekend and stay on the attack, stay aggressive, use the quick game, right? How do you take away the pass rush? How how do you at least try to nullify it? You get the ball out on the outside of your playmakers. You get the ball out of Spencer Rattler's hands quickly. You use the pass to open up the run. You get creative in the run. You use a guy like Dak Joyner, direct snap in the shotgun, right? You throw the kitchen sink out there. You don't play conservative. You don't play, you know, with that slow check with me tempo. You do what you did last weekend. There's a path there, I believe, to victory. Clemson also of late 
12 turnovers in their last four games. They've got nine fumbles in the last two, five of which they have lost. They've been turning the football over. This is not some one-game sample size. Also, you look back at the Notre Dame game. What happened with that game? Hey, special teams. We all know what Carolina's strength is. Special teams. I, I'm not saying it's some kick-in victory. I mean, it would be an upset. Obviously, you are a 14-and-a-half-point underdog. And I see, yes, Craig Goblin. The, the record's actually not 1-9-1 and one after you beat a ranked team. Craig, what that stat you're referring to is South Carolina following an against-the-spread win. So even more bold, because it doesn't even matter if they're ranked or not, right? If, 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 if you beat the spread, following an against-the-spread win, the Gamecocks are 1-9-1 and one against the spread. But all week long, all I've heard, all I've heard from people, our jaded Gamecock fans, well, we're just, we're going to follow up that. They, it's almost like Gamecock fans would have rather lost to Tennessee. Because then it's like, well, at least we're due for our big game. And I'm not even blaming Gamecock fans because I understand, right? We've seen the movie before and the ship still sinks. I, 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 I am not telling you that we are incapable of going out tomorrow and playing our worst football game. This could be Mizzou all over again. It really could. 180 yards of offense or whatever. It, it could be Mizzou all over again. It, it really could. I, I am not sitting here telling you that it's 110%. You know, no doubt Gamecocks are going to get the W. But, but, if this team that I saw last weekend, even 60% of that team shows up, I like South Carolina's chances. I do. So, I picked 24 to 21 over the summer. I rocked with that all preseason long. And I'll be honest, guys, Clemson's about what I thought they'd be. Clemson sucks is about what I thought they'd be. I mean, they really are. Hey, they're 10 and 1, but how good are they really? I, I don't know. Very talented. Very talented football team. They're about what I thought they would be. That team I saw last weekend in Columbia... That's what I thought the Gamecocks would be, or at least closer to that. Maybe not to that level. I didn't expect us to score 60 a game, but much closer to that level. So 50-60% of that team that I saw shows up, and if it comes down to a quarterback duel, if the Gamecocks are able to bottle up Will Shipley, comes out down to a quarterback duel, I'll take seven every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Give me seven. So, anyways, guys, we're taking your questions, comments, calls. Let me try a little bright in here. We got the extra lighting. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. I know that it's Black Friday. Y'all probably have a ton of – a great slate of games today, by the way. We got USA, England, and the World Cup. We got college football all day long, of course. Uh, last night, we had the Egg Bowl, which was a fantastic football game, by the way. Fantastic football game. Um, so, yeah. Fantastic uh, week of games. And, and uh, you know, looking forward to tomorrow. Obviously, guys, we will be at Carolina Ale House in Columbia, South Carolina. Carolina Ale House in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, for those of you, and I, I see people on social media, those asking, you're not going to the game, what? Let's jump to the phone lines here. I'll get to that in just a second. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. What about you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, 
and hope your Thanksgiving was good, obviously. Thank you. Uh, besides the folks and fans, I hope they choke on the turkey like your uh, video I've seen on Twitter. Twitter, that, that was funny. So. <laughs> I do what I can. Um, yeah, um, so with the whole Tennessee thing about everybody saying, oh, it was a fluke game and all, I mean, no, it wasn't a fluke game. They're, they were, I seen their defense, they were actually trying. We were throwing the ball over them, and we, they just couldn't catch up to it. I mean, I've, I've seen the game probably like three times, three or four times already. And, you know, they, they were trying. It, we, were, we were just too fast, and we started fast, and hopefully we do the same thing tomorrow. I just got tired of so many excuses, you know, seeing some people and saying, like, they're, they're fighting over NIL money, all that crap, and I, I, don't, believe, I don't believe that's true. No, yeah, I, I will say this. I, I, I surely am not going to call the Tennessee game a fluke by any means. Do I think the Gamecocks yeah. are as good as they showed on offense last week? Are we going to go out against Clemson and score nine touchdowns? No. Are we as bad as we showed against Florida? No. As I say many times, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. I think the biggest question that South Carolina fans have is this. Which version of this team shows up in regards to which, which, which way are we closer leaning towards? The Tennessee game right, version right. or the Florida game version, Right. And I, and I just have to believe, man, listen, I, I just have to believe because there was a wholesale change on offense. Like, there's no denying. You are not going to sit here and tell me we just ran the same things and executed a lot better. Bullshit. There was a wholesale yeah, change across the board on offense. As yeah, I sit I, I here right it. now, yeah. I refuse to believe that Shane Beamer is silly enough to revert back to the old ways after that win over Tennessee. I, I just don't see it happening, yeah. man. And again, no, we did not no just do that. I mean, we did not just do the same things. There was a wholesale change. You can look at it and see that. Yeah, I mean, if that were the case, I mean, we would have beaten Missouri and Florida without a doubt. And there's just no way. They, they had to have either the players were calling the plays themselves, which I, which I believe that happened that night. Or there was another OC uh, that was giving Satterfield the plays and telling him what to do and all that. Whatever it was, again, I, I think it's copy-paste going into tomorrow. I expect this football team to be on the attack, be aggressive, use all of its weapons, yeah, get the I ball mean, on the outside, <laughs> and I think that's your best method of operation offensively. You know, it's funny, too. Like, I, like after that Tennessee game, I sometimes get nervous about, like, the Carolina, uh, the Carolina Clemson game, but I, then again, I'm excited about it. Like, I feel like this version of the football team would show up for that kind of game, but I don't know. You never know with Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I I look at it this way, man. Again, I I just want to see this team play with that nothing to lose mentality because what do we have to lose? You've lost seven in a row. You lost thirty to nothing last year. It literally yeah. can't get worse yeah. than it did. You're playing with house wow. money. You're seven and four going into the game. Let your nuts hang, as Cam Smith said. That's the best plan of attack tomorrow. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a funny call. Yeah. I like that. Hunter, we're going to get Jake Crane on, my guy. I appreciate you calling in. Let's get a dub tomorrow. Great stuff from Hunter. All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to get Jake Crane in here. Um, really excited to hear his thoughts on the Tennessee game and this game tomorrow. Let's see. I'm fired up today, guys. I'm fired up. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Um, looking forward to it again, guys. Carolina Alehouse Harvest. And I, I, I will – I don't have to explain it, but I, but I will let you all know why that is the plan of action for tomorrow 
here shortly after we have Jake on again, guys. We are going till two o'clock today as normal. Thought about going till three, but USA, England, man. It, we we got to support the boys, bro. The World Cup. The World Cup. So, uh, let's see. John Ember says, here comes five and seven, Jake. Never let him live it down, my guy. Never let him live it down, John Ember. I hear you. Never let him live it down. Never let him live it down. Let's see. David Barnes, uni report prediction. There's no report, David. I'm going to go my prediction. I'll go. He's in here. If Dively's in here, black, white, black. Here we go. Jake Crane of Crane and Company. What's up, my man? How are you? Chris, what is up, man? Just uh, on the way to see a little family during the Thanksgiving holiday. I love it, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, by the way. Happy Black Friday. How was uh how was Thanksgiving? And by the way, Jake, is it stuffing or is it dressing? <laughs> it's stuffing, uh, where I came from. Um, you know, it, it was good. After we ate, I, I couldn't move for a while, so I, I guess that's how it's supposed to be. But no, it, it was great. Um, my son just absolutely went. A little bit of everything. That was fantastic. I love that. Jake, I'm going to start on a non-related in regards to the Gamecocks, on a different note, last night, Egg Bowl, absolute classic. Is Lane Kiffin headed to Auburn? Yeah, look, it's, it's like I said <laughs> from the jump. Anybody trying to guess what Lane Kiffin is going to do, like, I, good luck to you. Uh, that, that's one of the guys where he didn't exactly follow a linear script. Uh, Willie, Willie not, you know, again, I, I, I would – Still put it at 50-50. I'm not going to come out and say something I don't know just to guess mm. like some people have. But, um, you know, I've, I've been wanting Hugh Freeze the whole time. Mm. So, I mean, I've said that on the show. I've said that, you know, since Brian Harson was fired. Uh, so, if it's, not, if it's not Lane, I mean, Hugh Freeze, I, I think would be a pretty good fit. You know, I know the past and things like that. But, look, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, I think the guy deserves a second chance. I think he can win. I mean, he's done what Lane hasn't. Beaten Alabama, he's beaten Georgia, he's won big games. I mean, the biggest thing that Lane Kiffin's won is the internet. Mm. Yeah, that was a hell of a game last night, Jake. And obviously, we got a great slate today with uh, Arkansas, Mizzou. We've got what UNC and I believe NC State they play today, right? Or is it? Uh, yeah, UNC, NC State. We've got. Yep. Yeah, we've got uh, Florida, Florida State, which I can't wait to watch tonight. But let, let's talk Gamecocks, obviously, Jake. That's why we get you on here. And how about them Gamecocks, man? You you were you were texting me obviously last week during the game, and you know I I I went on social media and proclaimed, "Hey, Tennessee is going to kick our ass up and down the field." And my goodness, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. And I know it was shocking to you as well. Um, how surprised were you to see South Carolina? I mean, not just win. I mean, because you know weird things happen at Willie B at night, right? But not just win. I mean, we're talking about an offense that scored nine touchdowns on Saturday night. What were your main takeaways from that yeah. game? Well, look, anybody outside, and uh, unless you're just a USC or South Carolina homer, that, you know, regardless, you're going to take South Carolina with a blowout. Mm. Nobody saw that coming, but that's why you played the game. And, you know, I said Monday after it, you know, if I'm a South Carolina fan, it's kind of like, you know, the angel on one shoulder and, and the devil on the other. You're obviously jubilant at the way they played, mm. but then on the other hand, you're like, where the hell has this been? Yeah. Uh, like, where, where, where has this been the whole season? Uh, and I think you have a right to ask that. Now, look, you know, whenever you're dealing with 18- to 22-year-old kids, you know, outside of BYU where they're all, like, 28 paying mortgages and, and daycare and stuff, but, you know, outside of them, it's, 
it's always tough. There's always some games that really surprise you. But, you know, I, I think this game was maybe the most surprising of the season. Uh, Spencer Rattler looked like what, you know, what some people thought he was going to before the season. And it shows you, you know, when he's locked in, I, I kind of compared it to when a pitcher goes out there and throws a no-hitter or a perfect game. Typically they ask him, you know, how did you feel? And he was like, I knew in warm-up something was different. Sometimes you're just in a zone like that. You you can't miss. Uh, and, and, you know, I think, you know, I love what they did with Jaheim Bell. I know they've done some of that this season. Uh, but moving him around, using him as the weapon that he should be. But but you had a case of everybody played as good as they could play. Mm. And whenever that happens, you can get some crazy outcomes. So uh, that's a signature win for Shane Beamer that going into the end of the year. Because remember, Chris, last time I came on here, you asking, you know, Shane took over the same time Heifel did, mm. took over programs that were on somewhat equal footing, you know, well, now going into the recruiting trail and going into the transfer portal, that is a sign-of-progress win. That is a look-at-what-we-can-be win, and that will be used, and Shane knows how to use that. So it was a great night for South Carolina and South Carolina fans. And, uh, you know, when it comes to Clemson, I, I don't think you have to play that well to have a chance to win. It's going to be very hard to play that well again. Uh, but you got to be confident somewhat going in there. Jake, let's stick with that Tennessee game, though, and talk about Spencer Rattler, and deservedly so, right? You would give him given him criticism and very fair criticism, I think, and uh, the way that he yes. had played this season. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy, Jake, how one game can change everything because this time last week, you know, admittedly, we had people saying, you know, maybe you should give Luke Doty a shot. Maybe they should, if he starts out slow, you know, change quarterbacks. But that performance we saw, and again, that, that performance doesn't erase the rest of the season, like you mentioned. It doesn't cure all the – all the, uh, you know, all, all the games prior, but that game is why you wanted Spencer Rattler so badly. Like that was the guy that I think South Carolina fans um, expected to see week in, week out, six touchdown yeah. passes, 30 of 37, 438 yards. And yet, and I'll tell you, Jake, being in the stadium, you could tell early that he was on. He was hot, putting it exactly where yeah. he wanted. And, you know, we can talk a lot about scheme and game plan and Marcus Satterfield. And, you know, I give him a lot of credit. I tip the cap. But a lot of that game, like you mentioned, Jake, players make plays. South Carolina won that game the way they did because Spencer Rattler made the throws. He, he played by far his best game of the season. Yeah, and, and look, Spencer, quarterbacks always get too much of the credit and they mm -hmm. get too much of the blame. So, you know, I'm not one of these people that, that – believes one thing and then something else happens and you say oh well you know whatever 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 it was a great performance by Spencer Rattler but he had time to throw the ball yeah receivers were getting separation mm. the run game was working that game was not just one because Spencer Rattler played well that game was one because everybody played well whether it was first down second down or third down you didn't see a lot of butts in protection and when there was a little bit of pressure Spencer was able to elude it, buy some more time, and make the throw. But that was a, you know, what I call true Beamer ball. Beamer ball, to me, is not just special teams. It's using all three phases in sync, complementary-wise, to beat you. So I, I, I think you got to make sure that while Spencer will get a ton of credit, and he should, that, that, that offensive line needs credit. Mm -hmm. Shaheen Bell, those skill players need credit. The defense for being able to finding a way to get stops and keep the momentum going and not letting field position bury you deserves credit. Hmm. So that was a full-throated team win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at guys like Antoine Wells, especially Jake on the outside, and 
uh, I mean, the performance he had, you know, I, I really looked at that game that Spencer Rattler had sort of like his version of the 2010 Alabama game for Steven Garcia. But in that case, Antoine Wells was his Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, the catches this dude was making, the plays he was making, he was fantastic all night long. And so now you look at this rivalry matchup. You talked about the uh, the Clem Sucks game a little bit just a bit earlier. But, uh, you know, what you see in this one, obviously they come in, Gamecocks are a 14-and-a-half-point underdog spread, opened at 16, comes down to 14-and-a-half. The biggest challenge I see is on the line of scrimmage, right? I, I, I think that uh, yeah. know, they are still very talented. Clemson's still very talented up front. That front seven is as good as any in the country. Beamer saying he felt like it's the best they've faced all year. Um, but I think there are positives you can take away from Tennessee, bring into this one if you can use – the quick game, get the ball to your playmakers. I think South Carolina can win in the passing game. And if you can slow down Shipley and put the game on DJU, again, much easier said than done. Um, If you can put the game on DJU, if you can make this a game where it's a battle of the quarterbacks, I think you got to like your chances in this one. Yeah, look, you you know, you, Tennessee is, is, has a good front seven. Clemson has a, a, elite front seven, especially when Breezy's able to get pressure from the interior. So you you not only try and find ways to, you know, run the ball, but like you talked about, modified runs, the quick game, swings, hitches, slants. you got to find a way to get in second five and six. You, you can't be locked into second and eight. You cannot get into predictable downs. And you've got to pitch backwards some way. Play action on first down. Uh, sprint out on first down. Pick plays on first down. So I, I I think you're going to see Marcus and, and Shane and, and the guys coming up with that game plan really use modified runs, and, and you have to be able to put that on Spencer Rattler, which he should be confident now, obviously. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, DJU, we, we saw a little bit of a different DJU earlier in the year. He's kind of regressed a little bit, not back to the mean, but close to it. Uh, he has a, has a bad habit of, of you know not only turnovers, but catastrophic turnovers at very inopportune times. If I'm South Carolina, I'm loading the box. You're going to have to prove to me that you can throw it. And then on the other hand, having the – it's not trickery, but, but just being smart with the way you attack that front seven. Because when you do that, you slow that pass rush down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in second and five, the whole playbook's open. You keep them off balance. That is the recipe for South Carolina. Yeah, you also look, Jake, at special teams. You know, you think of Clemson's one loss this season. Notre Dame was able to gl- block a couple of punts. It was a it was a big part of that football game. And then you also yeah. think of turnovers, right? And again, if you're going to pull the upset, you're probably going to have to muddy this game up a little bit. And you look at Clemson, last four games, they've got 12 turnovers. Last two games, they have fumbled the football nine times, five of those which they have yeah. lost. So, you know, I think turnovers, special teams, like you mentioned, Beamer Ball, a complete team effort. Um, you know, I think that's what it's going to take in this one. But, you know, when you talk about rivalry weekend, obviously, Jake, it's something you're very familiar with coming from the Auburn side of things. Bama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl, as good as it gets in college football. Um, just talk about, and again, I, I, I feel like, and again, I, I don't want to insult the Iron Bowl, but I, I do feel like Carolina Clemson is very, very comparable to that game and the other great rivalries in college football. Just for you, you know, you, you've been in the game. You've been on a coaching staff. You know, I know coaches and players will tell you, hey, it's just another game on the schedule. It's a nameless faceless opponent. But how how different does it hit when it's rivalry week and you know that it's kind of for all the marbles and you kind of know your entire fan base is riding on this game? Yeah, well, you know, again, I, I think the, the comparison, that they're both in, in the same state, mm-hmm. but like Auburn and Alabama is. And I, me and 
David Cohn, who played at Michigan, who's on the show, argue about this back and forth all the time <laughs> with uh, about Michigan and Ohio State and why I think the Iron Bowl is a better rivalry. It's one thing if you get in a fight in the street and you go to your house and they go, they go to theirs. It's another thing if you get in a fight in the street and you both go back to the same house. It makes it a little <laughs> bit different. We, we all know we all know the competition between siblings and brothers and sisters and things like that. It's mm. just different. It's hard to explain, but it's just different. Uh, and, and you look, I mean, you know, the, the, the success that Clemson has had under Davos, South Carolina, could eliminate them from the playoffs. You know, you could break their heart. You know, what's, what's better than that uh, other than having a chance to make the playoffs yourself? So uh, I think when you look at it, it, it comes down to being in the same state. It comes down to, you know, when you take the trash out every Thursday, there's an opposite, you know, your rival flag flying in the other yard right next to you. So I, I think it has a, has a lot to do with that. But it's just different, man. Uh, it's, it's again, you're you're judged. You know, we we always say when you die and you go to heaven, you're judged on how you behaved and how many times your team won the Iron Bowl. So it's uh, <laughs> it's it's totally a different animal. And you know, I know that the bitterness between South Carolina and Clemson is is obviously there, and that makes it. You know, we we always talk about trying to you know the process with Nick Saban, right? Like you said, faceless, nameless opponent. Well, that's damn near impossible this week, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. I think coaches just throw that out the window, and they say, look, guys, y- y'all, there's no point in me trying to manipulate y'all into thinking, you know, hey, it's Western Kentucky, but, hey, it doesn't matter. This, this, this ain't that week. Yeah. Jake, let me ask you this, just speaking of rivalries, and this is something we've talked about this week, the, the mental edge in these games, right? And, and you see rivalries that become – very streaky. I mean, we've seen that before in Alabama-Auburn. It's happening right now in South Carolina. Clem sucks. I, we see these streaks that go back and forth. And you see teams, and I've talked to former players, you see teams sort of gain these mental edges. And obviously, when you have better players, right, you're able to have that mental edge. But how, how true is that, would you say? And have you experienced that yourself, you know, watching the Alabama-Auburn rivalry? Is, is it, You know, because I feel like you kind of get into this you know, when you've lost a couple in a row, it's almost like you're like, dang, we can't beat these guys. And I think right now that's something that South Carolina is sort of fighting. And I just – I'm really excited and intrigued to see. Maybe it helps that their leader is a Spencer Rattler who hasn't been a part of a seven-game losing streak or hasn't really been a part of this rivalry. He, You know, he – Spencer Rattler doesn't know that they're – you know, South Carolina is quote-unquote not supposed to win. You know what I mean? So how much do you think the mental edge plays in these games? Well, look, I mean, 90% of football is 100% mental. Uh, that's, that's the right. truth, and it'll always right. be that way. You know, it, it's football cyclical. It's cyclical in every every version from what people run on offense to what they run on defense to who has the advantage in the rivalry or who's a championship contender. Option and laughing at people that get in empty. So, you know, when you do look at that, once that ball's kicked off, though, that, that stuff doesn't matter. I mean, the, the bullets are flying so fast, you're out there playing. And all it takes sometimes, you know, it's like a little giant, just that one time, just that one time, you know, that they got better players than we do. They, they, they're winning national championships, going to the playoff. We haven't done it. But all it takes is that one time. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Shane Beamer channeled his inner Rick Moranis this week and uh, gave the little giant speech before because all it takes is one time to flip that cycle, and then you go into it feeling like the alpha. And that's what makes it fun. And I said that over the summer, Jake, that you know what? Those guys are probably going to be favored in the game. They're probably going to be picked by most. And South Carolina doesn't have to be the better team 
than them for the entire year. And you, you know this, again, talking about Alabama-Auburn, all you have to do is be the better team than them for 60 minutes on a Saturday. One Saturday out of the year, yeah. and that Saturday is tomorrow. So I'll ask you this, Jake. If you, if you had to give a prediction of how you think the game will go, you, you can lock in a score if you like. I mean, it's crazy to think South Carolina has the opportunity to finish this season eight and four if they can do the unthinkable again tomorrow, which uh, obviously would be a massive, massive win in year two of Shane Beamer. Um, how do you see this one playing out? I mean, I think a lot of things have got to break right for Carolina to get the W, but, uh, you know, eight wins in a row is a lot. At some point, the streak's got to end, right? What say you? Yeah, look, it's going to be tough. You know, last week it came, to, came on here and we talked about it. There was there was a narrow path for South Carolina to beat Tennessee, and, and they were able to, to walk the path. I mean, they, they did it. It's going to be tough to do that again. You know, the, the thing that I think, Shane's got to do a good job of is the guys are going to be fired up. South Carolina is not afraid of Clemson. Man, make no mistake. This isn't a we're afraid to go in there. You almost worry about them being too hyped up. Because, again, there is such thing as being too hyped up to go play a game. And, and we've seen this many, many times. You've got to go out there and play your game. You've got to control your emotions. You've got to make smart plays. And you make them beat you. That's what you, you – you don't have pre-snap penalties. You're not out there trying to be a hero if you're Spencer Rattler. You don't have to make the brilliant throw. You have to make the right throw. Defensively, not going in there and, and targeting guys, not jumping off sides because you're so ready to rush the passer. It's doing a lot of the little things right that give yourself an opportunity in the fourth quarter to win the game. Now, you do go in there ready to kick their ass. That's what you tell them. But – South Carolina's got to make sure to keep their emotions under control. And if they do that and they're able to play clean with what we've seen from DJU, with, with how, how Clemson has, has turned the ball over and put the ball on the ground, you might just find yourself with a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. And if you're South Carolina with this roster at this point in time, that's all you can ask for. If I had to predict, I would go ahead and say Clemson 31, South Carolina 23. Very fair pick. Jake Crane of Crane & Company. Hey, Jake, before I get you out of here, uh, top games you're looking forward to. You know, I was asked what, what what other rivalries I'm excited to see. I'm actually really pumped for Florida-Florida State tonight, especially after Anthony Richardson made his comments earlier in the week. Uh, obviously, the game, right? That's when we're all looking forward to. The Iron Bowl. There's so many great rivalries. Also, one that people shouldn't sleep on, I think, Jake, the Civil War out there in Oregon. I think that's going to be a hell of a yeah. game to watch as yeah. well at 3.30. Top games you're looking forward to, what you're most excited to see on one of the best weekends of the college football season. Yeah, well, you know, you talk about Florida, Florida State. If it was me and we lost to Vanderbilt, I'd probably just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> but, um, you know, that that's going to be a good one. I'm interested to see Jordan Travis versus Anthony Richardson. I, I don't think – you know, if Hendon Hooker hadn't done what he had done all year, I think more people would be talking about Jordan Travis as a quarterback that has really taken the next step. You know, we always knew he was a really good runner. He could be electric when he gets in the open field. But what he's done in the passing game, uh, and not just from a vertical ball standpoint, but from an intermediate passing game standpoint, I, I think he's really jumped up there. So that one's going to be interesting. I do like Florida State at home. You know, obviously, the, the Iron Bowl, even though, you know, Auburn's, has Robbie Ashford lining up in the eye, running basically a West Coast offense, which absolutely makes no sense, but that's neither here nor there. Michigan-Ohio State is going to be a big one. I do like Ohio State and the revenge factor. Blake Corum, we know he's going to beat up. J.J. McCarthy has not proven that he can throw you to a win yet, really. 
uh, and he's going to have to do it regardless of, of the weather because you look at the creatures that Ohio State has running around on the outside and C.J. Stroud at quarterback is only a matter of time. But, yeah, you know, I think there's a good chance that Oregon State beats Oregon and Washington plays uh, USC in the Pac-12 championship game. I, that's going to be one. Jonathan Smith, not enough people are talking about what he's done out in Corvallis. Uh, he's, in my opinion, should be in the running for coach of the year. Looking around the rest of the country, uh, you know, it is one of the, the best weekends of the season. We obviously know that. South Carolina, Clemson included. You know, there's some great games on today as well. North Carolina, mm-hmm. North Carolina State. Interested to see how North Carolina bounces back after they just totally dropped the ball, pun intended, uh, against Georgia Tech last week. So uh, it's, it's a great weekend of college football. Coming off a great week of sports. I mean, I can't wait to watch Team USA let me down. You know, here in about an hour and a half, that's going to be great to watch. But, uh, no, man, there, there's some great ones. I'm looking forward to all of them. I'm going to enjoy watching some college football this weekend. Jake Crane of Crane & Company. Jake, this busy week, this busy holiday weekend, if you want. I want to say thank you so much. I'm grateful for you taking the time, taking the time all season, of course. We will talk this same time next week and hopefully, hopefully be discussing a big and loud finish to South Carolina's 2022 football season. Jake Crane at Crane & Company. Appreciate you, Jake. We'll do it again soon. Hey, hey, anytime, brother. Appreciate you having me on. Obviously, love the work that you do. You have a great audience. Uh, and, and, and again, man, always look forward to coming on. Y'all have a great holiday weekend. Yes, sir. You're the man. Appreciate you, Jake. Great stuff, man. I was ready to run through a brick wall there for a second. Guys, hey, we're going to go ahead and jump into a break. I'm going to reload on some coffee, and uh, we're going to rock and roll. We're going to take more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. Okay, ladies and gents, we are back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Man, we have had a fun week this week, haven't we? We've had a fun week getting after these Clem Sucks, folks. It's been a good time. Again, I want to say thank you to Jake Crane for taking the time to chat. Man, he got, he had me ready to run through a brick wall, man. That was a good time. Um, anyways, I want to hear from you all. Phone lines are wide open. What are your predictions? What are your picks? How are you feeling? You know, I, I, I sense – it's funny, man. I, <laughs> I sense this level of nervousness from people. And, and I'll – hey, listen, I'll admit on my end, this week hits different. I mean, there's no question. This week hits a lot different. Let's jump to the phone lines. Savage, what's up, man? How are you? Very good, man. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving yesterday. And I'm so excited for what is up with the game And um, I want to ask you this question. This, I didn't catch up the conversation with us, both of us, but so about Missouri, um, lost, well, we lost um, against Missouri, and I know that we are a fire statue, and of course, that we need to um, bury the hatchet, and I don't want to defend anyone else, but to be clear, I know we beat Tennessee last week, and I think about, like, I think, well, well this is where we'll be, the best, best quarterback in South Carolina, just in case that I'm just willing to to get there, and Jake Crane was right. Yeah, I think he, I think he agreed to something else. So that is um what I say. But I like his words, and to be clear, I like his words. But I go with I, I go with I go with Jake Crane just in case. 
Well said. Yeah, well said. Now, listen, I, I, I like what Jake had to say as well, and I, I think mentality in this one's so important, man. I, I think you're going to know really early on what type of game this is going to be. Uh, I, I do think mental edge has played such a big part in this game, and I think that, uh, you know, if you see South Carolina come out early and look like, you know, they're not intimidated, they are the aggressor, they're on the attack, they're taking it to Clem sucks, I think you got a great shot to win the ball game. If you see South Carolina come out and be timid and be conservative and be on their heels, it could be a very, very, very long afternoon. So, you know, I, I think the mental edge side of things, I think you made a great point in regards to Shane Beamer keeping this team – composed and not overly excited but no I, I thought jake's commentary was fantastic and obviously i hope his his score prediction is wrong but uh, it, it should be a great game I, I i will say this i think if nothing else you know because you look at the seven game losing streak i mean most of these games just have not been competitive i do think for the first time in quite a while we're going to see a very competitive back and forth football game which i'm excited for and you know we'll see what happens when the dust settles you damn right and i will go with, i will go with your question yeah just in case that you got you got to be pushy on uh, this one out of two because you got you got you got to get many touchdowns as you can so you got to hurry up and you got to be quickly like Shane Beaver he's a smart coach he's a smart coach and I think about every move that he do is get on the right side for his um skill and focus it on his team just in case when his fans clown and I think that would be a great idea to focus on his team to beat quickly I think in my head, so I was thinking about in my head like last night that I'm just afraid that Cruz are going to win. So I was thinking about it. Yeah, Savage, I appreciate the call, my guy. Great stuff. Here's You're hoping welcome. we uh, we get the result we want, my friend. I appreciate you. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. So Take care. Great stuff from Young Savage. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, like I said, guys, watch party tomorrow at Carolina Alehouse Harbison in Columbia, South Carolina. And, uh, you know, many people have been asking me this week, Chris, why aren't you going to the game? Why aren't you going up to Tigertown? Come on. Well, folks, if you've been following along and then paying attention, Carolina Alehouse is one of our business partners. And when we go into each football season, we set up these watch parties for each and every single road game. And so Carolina Alehouse is signing the checks. They are paying yours truly, right, to show up, to host watch parties, to promote, if you will. And so I had a conversation with Carolina Alehouse before the season. Asked them, hey, would you guys be interested in knowing a tailgate? Do we want to do something special? And they were against it. They were opposed. And guys, I can't blame them. Because I got to be honest with you. People are nuts. Okay? People are absolutely deranged lunatics in the year of our Lord, 2022. If you think I'm dumb enough to go step foot up there, not just step foot, not, not, not just, let's make this clear, not just go to the game, but spend all week promoting, hey, 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 Clem sucks slap dicks. We're going to be right here, right in this very location. X marks the spot. If you think I am that foolish to go up there, and make my location known to all of those deranged inbred fucks. You you just you you are a unique level of insane. Because hey, a lot of folks out there in the rivalry, they got nothing to lose. Yours truly, I got something to lose, man. I, I ain't putting myself out there like that. Sorry about it. So sorry, not sorry about it. So I am very happy 
to be hosting a watch party on home soil, home turf. I am more than happy. And you know what? I, I love doing so with Carolina Alehouse. They are a fantastic business partner. Truly do appreciate them. So we will be back in Columbia with our Garnet and Black brethren, right? We'll be with our folks watching the game. Can't wait to do so. But a lot of, I mean, it's just like, because see, here, here's the thing. I, I, I can talk trash all week and it not be, and I can take the trash talk, by the way, and it not be personal and not want to box a Clemson fan or box a, a rival fan. Not everyone is that way, though. There are a lot of deranged lunatics in this world. So again, if you if you think I'm putting myself out there in that regard, you're you're crazy. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Billy Thompson, here we go. Why would you why would you pick us to win? The curse is real. The curse. The curse. Billy, I'm eight and three straight up picking us, my guy. I picked us to beat Texas AM. We got the dub. I've picked us many other times to get wins this season. Why didn't we lose those two? Just saying. Uh, Let's see. 76 Gamecock watch parties are cool anyway. Folks can't make it up. Need a place to go and enjoy some good food, fun, and interaction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and I'll say this, 76 Gamecock. I mean, maybe if it wasn't, if if we didn't have this partnership with Alehouse, I may be going. But to think that I'm going to just you know, pump out, promote, like, hey, all everybody come come find us in Clem Sucks land. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that sounds like a recipe. Not good things. John, what's up, man? Hey, this is Spurs Up Show. I'm glad I can make it. What's up, man? Yeah, absolutely. Man, what's going on? What a season what a season has been. Man, last week, I hope it didn't get to our heads. Um, Chris, man, I'm not going to lie. Earlier in the season, I was annoyed with you. I think all the Gamecock fans were a little upset, man, all of the stuff coming out. and You know, but right now, man, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you going up to bat for us, um, frustrated Carolina fans against these Clemson trolls. And I'm just hoping tomorrow we can just put it all together, use every one of our playmakers, let Dak get back there at quarterback and throw the ball and everybody just ball out like they should. Satterfield has the plays. When we execute, we make them look great. So I just hope we can get out there and shut them up because I know I'm tired of every comment section having Clemson trolls in it. When it's Gamecocks women's volleyball or Gamecocks golf, they all in there talking about their football team. I just want to shut them up and get on our troll game because it's been too damn long. Yeah, I don't know if you follow along with us on Facebook, but the comment sections just stay lit all throughout the season with, with, with their fans. It's, it's quite funny. But, uh, no, I, I agree with you. Listen, I, I'd love to see, and I think we have to see, you know, those that carry on joiner packages, let him throw the foot. I mean, th- this is a game truly where, again, it's the final game of the regular season. But I, I just look at it. You got nothing to lose, man. Throw it – empty the playbook. Throw it all out there, man. Everything you got, all the plays you've been, quote-unquote, saving, whatever it might be, Hey, let it hang, as Cam Smith said, man. So uh, this is not the time to be conservative. This is not the time to be, hey, there's no tomorrow. There's no next week. There's no more regular season. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Just just throw it all out there. See what you got. And even if you get beat, I can live with that. I can't live with reverting back to being, you know, oh, we're trying to figure out. No, no, we're not trying to figure out anything except how to win this football game. So, uh, no, listen, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. And uh, I, I know the uh, – 
you know, the ups and downs of the Gamecock fandom. Well, let, me, can let, be, me tell you yeah, one, let me tell you one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. You know how we always pull a trick play. I hope Pete Limbo sent Hawker Hemingway up there to give them their pregame meal, and he pulls off the mustache and reveals that it's him after they're finished with it. And all of a sudden, they got a stomach ache on the sideline. But I'm just messing around. But go Gamecock. Hey, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call, my man. Well said. Great stuff. Great stuff there. My boy Will says, empty the clip. Yes. <laughs> empty the clip, Beamer Ball. Empty the freaking clip, my guy. I love it. I love it. Um, those of you going up to Clem Sucks, by the way, man, thoughts and prayers with you. I hope you guys, hope you guys enjoy yourself. Sure, it'll be a great time. And uh, the noon kickoff, get out there early and get after it. Do we have anybody in the chat right now that's, uh, that's, uh, that, that's going to the game? Do we have anybody in the chat right now? So. Again, really excited, guys, for a full day of football today as well. We got uh, we got USA, we got football, USA and England playing it too. So get your get your patriotic on. We've got uh, Arkansas, Mizzou at three thirty. We've got Florida, Florida State tonight. We got UNC, NC State. It's great. Just, this is one of the best weekends for football of the year, for sure. It's a fantastic weekend. So let's see. Uh, Baylor, Texas, right now. Yeah, I don't have the game pulled up, but Baylor, Texas is on right now. I guess. My guy, Reese, Eric Reese, Reese Creative. Shout out my man. Shout out my dude. Makes me look cool on social media. Uh, you will be at the game. Hey, best of luck, my man. Best of luck. Give him hell. And, uh, yeah, so let's see. 14-9 Texas. Okay. Lex says no. Living in Easley is close enough all year. Easley is, is definitely heavy, heavy Clem sucks territory for sure. Um, my guy lives in, in Anderson and he, he's right in the thick of it too. I mean, it's tough. It's very tough. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I sense, I, you know, I, I said this a little bit ago, I, I sense a nervousness, but guys, I, I just, I, I say what I say, what I said earlier in the week, I, I have a very quiet confidence in this football game. I, 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 I said it over the summer, and I'll say it yet again. And listen, if if, if I get proven wrong and Clem Sox goes out there and dominates South Carolina once again, so be it. But I, I view the Tigers as mortal. I, I think they're very talented, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't view them as some I, – I think I still look, and I thought Tennessee was a much tougher game than Clem Sox. I, I really did. and um, I, I don't view them as like a Georgia where I go into it and think, my God, it will just take some Herculean effort to get the W – you know, if 60% of that South Carolina team that we saw last week, and if 60% of that team shows up, this will be a battle down to the final minutes or so. I, I really do believe so. And, uh, you know, I'm confident going in this one. You know, I, I I think obviously a lot of us are are jaded from last year, right? You know, after the game last year, we felt like we had hope in that one. And, and uh, you know, you get shut out 30 to nothing. And, you know, it's it, it that left a really, really sour taste, right? It left a sour taste um, in all of our in all of our lives for sure. But uh, you know, this is a new day. This is a new game, and you know, I, I, I say this too. I mean, listen, there's a seven game losing streak, right? There is, but I, I'm, I mean, streaks are they, but they are what they are, right? They are what they are. But Shane Beamer has not lost seven in a row. Shane Beamer has lost one. So I, I'm not going to hold Shane Beamer responsible or guilty for the past transgressions of a Will Muschamp and and even a Steve Spurrier at the end of his tenure. So hey, Shane Beamer, 0-1 against the Tigers. We'll see if he can make it an even 500 after after tomorrow. So, um, let's see. 
Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are indeed open here on this uh, here on this Friday, TGIF, Black Friday, by the way. We do have a sale going on right now, by the way, guys. You go to, go to TSUS.store, all merchandise, 25% off your entire order. It is the biggest sale we will run all year long, and the discount is automatically applied when you check out. So, TSUS.store, go check it out. Josh M says the game won't be close. Clem sucks by 10 plus. I see your profile picture is Lander, so that makes your opinion completely fucking irrelevant. So, um, go Wolves. <laughs> Got no sympathy for Lander slap dicks. No offense to any of the Lander folks out there, by the way. All in good fun. All in good fun. Billy Thompson, I got Clem sucks 48 to 10. My guy, I will take plus 38 right now if you'd like to do so. You know, it's so funny too. I, I've had I've had people hit me up, these these random Clem sucks kids with like 50 followers on social followers. Let's make a bet. Like, what is the what's side for me in that? Hunter, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Um yeah, so I, I have a, actually I forgot to I forgot to ask you a question. Um, mm. What do you think uh, about the uniforms? What do you think we're going to be wearing this Saturday? If I had to guess, I'll go uh, black, white, garnet. If I, that's black, just, white, just, garnet. Just a pure guess, my guy. I, I I honestly don't know. Black, white, garnet's a pure guess. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean that, that's not bad. Um. Yeah, that's all I needed. Um. Yeah, sorry, sorry to call in. I just, uh, no, you're good. You, you're good. Really, you're good. All right, take it easy. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Hunter. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they'll probably try to get the closest thing to that big game garnet they can. I, I don't know though. Black, white, black would be fire. I, I will say that. Black, white, black would be fire. Um. Leland heading to enemy territory tomorrow. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. Here, let's jump the phone lines. Here we go. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? How's it going? How was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. How was yours? It was uh, pretty good. You know, I'm kind of on the back end of a cold. Uh, you know, I might be at Ale House tomorrow. Can't say that I'm going to be imbibing very many uh, alcoholic beverages while I'm there uh, just because I don't want to make myself worse off than I already am, but, you know, I I am going to try and be out there tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. I hope to see you there, my guy. Hope to see you there for sure, and I hope you feel better as well. Well, mainly what I wanted to call in about is just to give my opinion on, on what this game means, uh, specifically for this South Carolina football program, because in, in my uh, view, you know, uh, this game is not about Clemson. This game is about us. I mean, you, you know, in order to prove that you are the, the guy, the head guy at South Carolina, you've got to beat these guys. You know, I mean, Muschamp never did it, which is one of the reasons why he got fired. And I think, you know, in the next couple of years, Shane Beamer is going to have to do it. He can't just keep on getting blown out by these guys, no matter – you know, how many gigantic upset wins we get at home. We we have to beat Clemson at some point, and that streak has to end. And, and I, I hope it will end tomorrow, but, 
that that's kind of my feeling going into it. Yeah, no, it's an important game, Dalton. It, it is. It is. There, there's no dancing around it. There, there's no sugarcoating. It's a very, very important game. And I would agree with you that, uh, you know, if you if you go winless against these guys in your tenure as a head coach, then, you know, I mean, you're probably not going to be here very long. <laughs> it's just you're not going to win a lot of favor with the South kind of fan base. So, um, you know, it's, it's at minimum important to return competitiveness back to this rivalry. I mean, just for too long, man. You just – you can't stomach – um, you know, getting your brains beaten on a year-in, year-out basis. And, and, and listen, no, nobody cares. We don't, we don't care what happened in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Like, I, I understand history and the, and the overall record. It is what it is. Doesn't matter to me and you, right? Doesn't matter to me and you. I, I do think it's important for Shane Beamer. You get the big win against Tennessee. And, and what a way it would be, right, to cap off his, his second year of the regular season by going eight and four and beating these guys. I mean, you talk about some momentum, you talk about winning recruiting battles, you talk about changing the perception of South kind of football. And, you know, that's the thing you, you can talk about the culture and you can talk, you know, what changes culture really quickly is winning, winning, winning does it, winning does it and, and winning games like this. So, you know, I'm not sitting here saying if you don't win the game that, you know, things aren't still on an upward trajectory. They are right. They are. But um, I agree with you. This is a big one. This is a big game. It's important for a lot of folks. It's important for everybody in this state. You're either garnet and black or you're orange and purple. And uh, if you're in the middle, they both hate you, right? So, um, you know, I, I'm expecting a fantastic game. And it's obviously of utmost importance. South kind of comes out, plays as close to their best football as possible. And, you know, we'll see what happens at the end. But, uh, you know, I, I am confident. I have a quiet confidence going into this one and just excited to see what happens. And then my next thing is uh, one, you know, thing that you haven't really talked about recently is, uh, you know, how Dak Joyner, how you think Dak Joyner is going to be utilized in this, uh, in this system. Because, you know, last week we saw tons of very creative schemes, reverse plays mm -hmm. and wildcat formations and stuff like that. And I thought it really, really threw off the Tennessee defense. Now I don't think you're going to be able to, you know, have that joiner back there and, and do like flea flickers a whole bunch because it's a slow developing play and the D line isn't going to give you enough time. But how, how do you see that joiner sort of fitting into this game and being a, a piece for us and a weapon for us? And do you think he, he will be one of the, one of the biggest playmakers in, in a game like this? Yeah, but I think absolutely he has to, um, you know, it's, it, it's, and I, and I said this all summer, by the way, because I know things shit hit the fan right early in the season when I, when I gave my take on his role in this football team. But I, I said it all summer that do I think Dak Joyner is an elite wide receiver by trade? No, I don't. Do I think he's an elite quarterback by trade? No, I don't. But he is an athlete that can help you out, right? He has a skill set that if utilized correctly can be a weapon for you. And, and that's what we've seen, right? We have seen him make plays for the South kind of football team and He's just a guy that, you know, he may not fit one particular mold, but when he gets the football, good things happen, right? So I think continuing to use him, obviously you've got to be creative and pick and choose your spots. I don't think it's something where you're going to see him take over for like an entire drive. But, I mean, th this is this is an empty the playbook game. This is a throw the kitchen sink at him game and just see what happens. And, again, um, you exhaust all options in this football game offensively. There, there's no point in being conservative. There's no point in sitting back and, you know, there's no time to revert back to what you were doing previously. So I think Dak Joyner does need to be a part of the game plan, a pretty significant part, and, again, utilize his athleticism. And that goes for all your playmakers, right? Anything you might have, any any type of 
you know, trickeration. I mean, I think there's got to be a balance, right? You can't be too gimmicky. You can't be too finesse. You know, you got to be willing as well to line up and just run the football and, and win mano a mano. But doing whatever you have to do, as Jake Crane was saying, to keep them off balance and keep Clemson on their heels, you've got to find a way to somewhat nullify that Clemson sucks pass rush, somewhat nullify that front seven because they are elite up front. They were lead up front, no doubt. You've got to find a way to be able to make that, you know, make that a, a, a facet of the game where you're at least even with them. If Clemson, if, if they're dominating you up front all game, probably going to be a long afternoon. So I, I think using Dak, his athleticism, getting the ball on the outside, uh, certainly I think that's got to be a part of the game plan. All right, man. Well, I appreciate uh, you taking my call and uh, have a have a good day. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, man. Dalton, I appreciate you, my guy. Hope to see you tomorrow. Great stuff from our friend Dalton. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, 843-790-3377. Continue to take your questions, comments, calls. Thank you so much, Dalton, for that. Um, yeah, again, I, 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 this, is a, this is an empty the playbook game. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, I, and I'll just say this again, guys. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not predicting South Carolina to score 63 points. I, I am not predicting the Gamecocks to score nine touchdowns and go up and down the field like they did last weekend. But I, I just have to believe. I have to believe in my heart of hearts that Shane Beamer is smart enough to not go back and revert back to the old check with me, stagnant, just slow operating offense that we were running before, right? I mean, last weekend, we saw a complete change, a complete 180 in regards to it was up-tempo. It was fast. Rattler getting the ball out of his hand quick, using the quick game as our guy, Savelle Newton, has preached, right? Using that to your advantage, playing in that way, you do that, I think you got a good shot, so... Anyways, guys, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things this week where it's been a lot of fun talking about it, but I, I'm just so ready for kickoff. I'm just, hey, let's see what happens. Let, let's, let's see what happens. Let, let's see what happens. So, DGD, what's up, man? Appreciate you tuning in. Let's see. 76 Gamecock says, if we contain Shipley, similarly to what we did against Kentucky, Singleton not allowing huge play scores, and I believe we'll be fine against their ground game. Yeah, absolutely. 76 Gamecock, welcome to the show. I see you're new. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for the comments and uh, the commentary. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. A, a similar attack. And, you know, hey, getting off to a fast start is important to this football team. I mean, the Gamecocks have, have won every game they've scored first. So, I, I, I think you're going to know – I think you're going to know very, very early on what type of game this is going to be. Um, I think South Carolina's best bet is, again, is stay on the attack, offensively, defensively, special teams. I mean, you truly, you're playing with house money. You have nothing to lose. You're, you're at seven and four. Hey, there is more pressure on Clem Sucks in this game than there is South Carolina. Let's say South Carolina loses the game. What's the worst that happens? Well, Clemson won another, another one over you. You finish seven and five, which is where everyone nationally had you anyways, and you're a two-touchdown underdog. If you lose, it's kind of like, so what? So what? But you have the opportunity to wreck, to wreck their playoff hopes. 
all the pressure is on them. All of the pressure is on them. Let's see if they can handle the pressure. Let's see if they break. Why not? Force the issue. If they beat you, they beat you. We'll tip our cap and keep it moving. But force the issue, play aggressive, attack all afternoon. And, and when the dust settles, just see where you're at. That, that, that's the way I'd operate. There's no next week. There is no tomorrow. It's this game. I'm fired up, guys. I'm fired up. <laughs> I was like, I was literally breaking a sweat last night recording the podcast. And I I I I pointed this out in the uh in the Discord, man. I had to like like talk myself down a little bit because I was so pumped. And you know, I, I'll admit it. I mean, I have a quiet confidence and I have a I have a a composure going the game, but it, but it does hit different. I mean, r- rivalry week, it hits different. It's an important game. It's a huge game. Um, you know, we all want to beat Tennessee. We all want to beat Florida. We all want to beat Georgia. We all want to beat Mizzou. We all want to beat Kentucky. But this one, man, I mean, th- this one, just, and I think it's obviously because of two, you know, the streak, and, and it's just been, it, God, it's just been such a long time. I mean, it's it's been such a long time. Since South Carolina has taken these guys down, it, it, it has been forever. I mean, it's just been. I mean, I was I was at the game the last time the Gamecocks beat Clemson. I know how long it was. It was forever ago. So, I, it's uh, it's a big one. It's a really really big one. It's a really really big one. So, anyways, guys. Um, Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Seven. Want to continue to hear from you guys? I've locked in my prediction. By the way, I've got twenty four to twenty one Gamecocks. I don't know if you guys missed that or not, but uh, I do have my lead pipe lock of the week. I've got South Carolina getting the dub. Uh, you know, I had it over the summer, and I, I really do feel it's a it is a fifty fifty type of game. I, I, I really do. I really do. I understand that they are a fourteen and a half point favorite. I totally get that, but I, I just. And I and I understand. I, I know what the. I know what our history is. I'm very well aware. I, I know what most fans are expecting. Oh, here comes that typical Gamecock letdown game. That's all I've heard all week. Here comes the letdown. Here comes the letdown. Here comes the letdown. At some point, does the letdown not come? Yo, what's going on? How much, Chris? How you doing? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. Shout out, by the way, to the CSRA. Appreciate you calling in. Oh, yeah. Um, see prediction 24-21. Earlier in the week, I had I had Clemson winning 35-24. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have since brought that down to 28-24. Man, I just I, – I just don't know, dude. I I haven't been nervous all year for a game, but all of a sudden, like, here it is, day before, and I'm already getting those jitters. Mm-hmm. I just, with the street, with the street going on, and I just feel like we, we can't show up in this game for some reason. I just, I just, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened during this Clips in South Carolina game, but I just feel like we can never show up in this game. Mm-hmm. And listen, that's, a, and I'll say this, that's a very fair pick. You know, my, my, because I went back and forth, man. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, like, you know, I, I talked about this in the podcast that normally, like, I, I have a good feel on what I'm going to pick early in the week, right? Like, Monday, Tuesday even. Like, I, I'm, you know, I, I've got a good feel on it. But I literally sat down last night to record. And I, I was, I just, I sat there staring at, like, where in my notes I put my prediction. I, I was staring at it for, like, 10 minutes. And I went back and forth. And, 
you know, the other score that was kind of in my head was 27 to 20. Clemson sucks. You know, I, I, I mean, picking Clemson to win is not some crazy prediction by any means. Um, but, you know, again, you talk about it, man, just the, the, the mental edge. I, I mean, I, I've spoke about it all week. It's, it's, you know, you get to a point, right, where you've lost so many in a row to a team that it's like you almost start to doubt if you can win it, right? So, you know, I, I think the best thing for the Gamecocks is that, you know, I, I know a lot of fans are like, oh, man, you know, Spencer Rattler, you got to say, you got to say how much you hate Clemson, man. Come on, man. Like, maybe it's a good, maybe, maybe it's a good thing that we have guys that aren't really all that familiar. Maybe it's a good thing we've got guys that, they, they, they don't know that they're not supposed to win, quote-unquote, right? Like they, they don't know that, right. that Clem sucks is some dominant this, that, whatever. They just look at, hey, this is just another opponent, and we're going to go out and play our game, and we're going to go whoop their ass. I mean, that, that, maybe that's a good thing, right? I understand as fans, we view it much differently, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping to see tomorrow, man. I, I'm hoping to see a bunch of guys that go on that field and just approach it like any other game, you know, no, and, and know that if we play our game, we will win. It's about us. It's not about them. That's how I want this team to attack this thing. Yeah, and I like what uh, Steven said earlier in the week. Like, as far as the offense, you just set the expectations. So, if you go out there and do that, mm-hmm. do the crap you've been doing for the rest of, for the whole season, like, man, like, you, no, you can't do that. Cause you, you just showed us what you're now capable of, which, which we all knew in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I know Clemson's defense is nowhere near or is above and beyond what Tennessee could show us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as far as your prediction, 24-21, how do you how do you actually see the game playing out? Like, mm-hmm. do you think it's run heavy or? Yeah, I mean, listen, I I think that uh, in that scenario in which I've I've got South kind of winning the football game, you know, Clemson has shown over the last four games they've been very very turnover prone. Um, I I think South Carolina defensively, let's start there. I I think they are going to lock in on we've got to stop Will Shipley or we've got to at least slow him down. I think you're going to see them play man coverage on the outside. Um, I think they are going to key in on Chip. And, again, it's much easier said than done. Um, but I, I think Clem Sucks will focus on the run game. I think it'll be very hard for DJU to throw. I'm not saying he'll be terrible, but I, I think you'll see a couple turnovers in the football game. I, I don't see South Carolina scoring 63 points, obviously. Clem Sucks, fantastic right. defense. That front seven is as good as any in the country. I do think, though, you will see an attacking football team, a much more aggressive football team. You know, I listed one of the key matchups as being Mitch Jeter and B, uh, BT Potter or whatever. They're, uh, they're kicker. I, I think special teams will play a factor in this game. I think Beamer Ball will play a factor. I think this will be more of a defensive game than most are expecting, and I could be totally wrong. Might be a higher scoring game. But that was just kind of the score that came to my head. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, I, I think the quick game will be a big part of what we do. Um, you know, and I, and I think South Carolina late goes down the field, scores a touchdown, and wins this one. So, you know, either way, whether that's the score or not, I, I do think that uh, it will be an attacking game plan, an aggressive game plan. If South Carolina is going to win, I think that's what they have to do. They, they, you can't just sit back and, well, you know, we're kind of going through the motions. No, it, it's got to be, hey, going forward on fourth down, like a lot like that Tennessee game was, man. Like, I, I just – I feel like that set the tone early in that football game, and you need to start fast as well. But, uh, you know – I, uh, I I do believe in this defense, and I think with a balanced attack, I mean, I think last year would have been much different. So, uh, I think if you can have some, somewhat of a balanced attack, you're staying on the field, you're not putting it all on your defense, I, I think you can hold them in check. And, um, you know, if you, can, if you can bottle up Will Shipley to some degree, uh, I, 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 I love the matchup with, with our secondary against DJU. And if you can make it a game of, listen, it's going to be hard to run the football against them. If it's a battle of the quarterbacks, 
give me seven. Give me seven every single time. So. So, so you think it's you think it's twenty one seventeen late in fourth quarter, and we and we get that touchdown at the end. I could very well see that. Yes. I hope you're right. I mean, I, that's all I could say, man. You know, obviously, right here in the CSRA, all I do is deal with leg humpers all day long. Oh I yeah. I do have one or two one or two Clemson fans at work that's like forty one straight coming. Just just go ahead and prepare for it. And it's, man, it's like man, just just one year, please. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I hear you, man. Trust me. I, I, I feel your pain. <laughs> I feel your pain, my man. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate you taking the call. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for the call. Yeah, awesome stuff. And uh, like I said, shout out to those folks in the CSRA. I, I definitely feel what you go through. Born and raised there. Um, let's see. 76 Gamecock, win or lose. What Chris is saying is right. It's really about what we come out and do more so than what we think Clem sucks is good at. We just need to go to war and play up to our own talent. Yeah. I mean, that, that's – and, you know, that that's the thing, like, I, I can I can live with. If we're aggressive and, and, you know, one of my favorite quotes, and this is sort of, you know, this is in regards to business and life, if you will, but I think it can apply to sport. One of my favorite quotes is, make mistakes of ambition, not mistakes of sloth. And I forget exactly who said the quote, but it's one of my favorite quotes in life. And it's like I've told you guys, I said this earlier in the season, if you're going to mess up, Mess up going 110. Mess up going full speed. I can live with that. I, I, I can live with being on the attack, being aggressive. And you know what? If, if you make physical mistakes, if, if Clem sucks, makes a play, give them credit. They got talented football players. But there's no excuse not to play this game this way. There's no excuse not to be on the attack. I mean, none. This is it. There's no tomorrow. There's no next week. There's no other game. This is it. This is the game. Let it all hang. As Cam Smith said, drop your nuts. So, I, I that, that's how I'd attack it. That's how, if you do that, and if you do that, and a lot, hey, a lot of this game, you know, it's so intriguing, right? We've talked Spencer Rattler all year long. And, and I'm, and I, I want to make it very clear, by the way, I'm, I'm not someone that ever clamored for, for Spencer Rattler to get benched. I, I've seen some people saying, you, you were wanting bench. I, I didn't want him benched. I, I didn't want Spencer Rattler benched. I never called for him to be benched. Um, but my goodness, how quickly the narrative around a certain player can change because, you know, <laughs> this time last week, yeah, listen, when you're not winning, it is what it is, right? You, you just, you, you just, you just want to change something. And if you can't change the OC, change the quarterback, right? If Spencer Rattler, I mean, a lot of this game tomorrow will come down to how he plays, bottom line. I mean, the, 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 the reason the offense worked so well, I mean, I definitely think the, the play calling was a little bit different. The mentality was different. The, the philosophy was different. But Spencer Rattler played his freaking tail off. I mean, you look back at some of those throws he made, putting it exactly where it had to be. I mean, some of those throws that literally just went past the Tennessee defenders' fingertips, right? A lot of this game tomorrow will come down to how seven plays. And if he's hot, and if he's on, and we'll know early, I think. I think we'll know early. If he's on, if seven can lead this football team to a victory against Clemson, I mean, where will he, how will he be viewed in Gamecock lore? I mean, in regard, and I know that this is going to be probably a one-year thing, you know, especially if he plays well tomorrow. I think Spencer Rattler probably bolts for the NFL, which, you know what? Salute, young man. You go beat Clem Sox, you ball it, salute. Hey, I wish you the best of luck. Hell, I'll get a I'll get a Rattler jersey wherever you go. But uh, 
man, can you imagine the legacy that seven will leave behind if he can go out there tomorrow and get this W? I mean, it, it will just, you know, I'm not saying he'll he'll rank top five quarterbacks of all time or anything because obviously he's got a one year sample size. But man, I mean, what just what a what a what a what an incredible finish! What an incredible finish of the season! What an incredible finish that would be. So, anyways, guys, he'll get a statue. All right, all right, calm down now, calm down. Let's get Connor Shaw's statue up there first. Then we'll worry about uh, old seven statue. Um, anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Shout out Craig Godwin, CSRA resident. Uh, you're not the brother of Nick Godwin, are you? I, I feel like I, I, I definitely recognize the last name Godwin. Uh, shout out North Augusta baseball. Travis is 28-24. Good guys. We score seven in each quarter, and we get a gritty defensive effort. Love that. Love that. Love that, Travis. Love that. Love it. Love it. Luke RJ, yes. Here we go. Let's jump to the phone lines. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. I hope you and yours had a very happy Thanksgiving. What's going on? Oh, thanks, man. Hey, Chris, how was your Thanksgiving, man? It was fantastic. Had uh, plenty of turkey and pumpkin pie and all the sides and had a good time, man. Had a really good time. Smoked a cigar, watched some ball. Couldn't ask for much more than that. Yeah, I did too, Chris. I watched a lot. I watched Ole Miss Michigan State. Man, Michigan State just came away to play, you know? Yeah, it was a good game. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. You know? I, I, was, I was thinking about during that game – I was thinking about during that game, Mississippi State won as the as the road team. You know, I was just thinking to myself, man, I, I'd love for us to have a similar result. Really would. Really, really would. Yeah, me too, Chris. And think about Mississippi State, man, they, they were hungry, you know, and they said, we got to win this game, you know, because, hey, we know Lee Kiffin might go off, but, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure, my man. For sure. Yep. Um, hey, Chris, uh, how about the soccer Chris game tomorrow? I, I, we got to protect the football, you know. Got to protect the football indeed. Got to protect the football indeed, my guy. It's a must. It's a must. I, I uh, Again, you look at Clem Sucks over the last four games, 12 turnovers. You know, the numbers say you should be able to force a couple, right? The numbers say you should. So, oh, yeah. Um, but on your side, you got to play a clean game. You got you got to play it. If, if, if South Carolina turns the football game – the football over – they don't have a chance. They do not have a chance. So, uh, I mean, more than one, I think you're 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 out of it. So, uh, got to limit the turnovers, get the football off of them. Uh, I mean, the, the keys to victory, right? They're similar to what they are, you know, every single week. Man, win the line of scrimmage, win the turnover battle. You know, don't make dumb mistakes. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a shot in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, and Chris, our defense, we got we, we can't get no more pigs. We got we got to keep we shoot the chat because Chris. Hey, Chris, we're not going to stop him, but we got to keep him in check, right? Yeah, you got to bottle up Shipley. You, you got to bottle – again, he, he's going to get his. He's a great player. He's a great player. But uh, you've got to just limit him. You, you can't – you can't, you know, allow him to just run free, right? So, uh, limit the big plays, you know, as, as a previous coach say, limit the explosives, right? <laughs> um, nah, but, but, but bottle Shipley up enough. Again, I, I think the comparison to the Kentucky game plan is a really, really good – but, you know, it's – it's. I mean, listen, it's, it's something that concerns me a little bit. It is. Line of scrimmage concerns me in this game. I'm not going to lie to you, man, because, you know, at times we've seen this football team be able to slow down run, but at times we've seen them get gutted. I mean, we just have. So, um, Clemson's front seven's elite. 
Uh, they've got an elite running back. So, you know, <clears throat> you, you've got to be able to slow down that run game. No question. Oh, yeah. And, Chris, you know, and we know Chris has a bad defense at Tennessee. What, Chris? They do. Their front seven's elite, like I said. Now, their secondary, I think, is very beatable. Um, I, I like the matchup with South Carolina's wide receivers, especially if you get that one-on-one. But you're going to have to find some sort of running game, and it's just not going to be easy against the Clemson defense that allows 104 yards per game. Again, they are elite up front. I can't say that enough. So you're going to have to get creative to keep them off balance and get them on their heels. Much easier said than done. Yeah, and yeah, you got to wear them out too, huh, Chris? Just try to play the never seen before, mm-hmm. right, Chris? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, hey, Chris, far go, man. Uh, we got to do some picks, right? Let's do some picks, man. Fire away. All right. Who's, who's the fourth today? Uh, well, we, Arkansas. We – hold on. Let me, let me – I'll, I'll get you the full list. Let's run through the SEC real quick. We got Florida, Florida State tonight. Um, the – let's see. What's the spread on this game? Spread on this game is – and, of course, I had Ole Miss last night like a dumbass. Uh, actually, Arkansas, Mizzou's up first. Mizzou is – a three-and-a-half-point underdog hosting the Arkansas Razorbacks. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm a, I, would say, I, would take, I would take myself to recover because it's at home. It's here today. You got to get this W, right, Chris? I got Mizzou plus three-and-a-half as well. I'm, I'm just not a believer in Arkansas anymore. I, I don't know. They're just – I don't know. I don't know. Tough to figure out. Uh, all right, we got Florida State hosting Florida. FSU is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll tell you, I got the Seminoles covering nine and a half i'm not buying anthony richardson's comments i i'm not so i got fsu covering yeah because i got four said too i just don't trust anthony Richardson. last week he told the ball against vanderbilt are you kidding exactly <laughs> exactly yeah give me the give me the seminoles i can't wait to watch that game though uh georgia hosting georgia yeah, tech bulldogs are a 35 and a half point favorite who you got uh, give me Georgia because, listen, I know they're talking about the stars this week, but, hey, we, we try to get to the SEC Championship, you know, because we got we got to stay on the feet, you know, mm-hmm. like Chris. Indeed. I, I'm actually going to go with the Yellow Jackets to cover 35-and-a-half. Georgia's going to win the football game. I, I think Tech will have a nice surge. And, again, like you mentioned, I think Georgia, the week before the SEC title, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, for some reason, I think Tech will cover the number. Georgia wins easily. They're in full control of the game. But Tech, I think, with a late surge, backdoor cover. Uh, Kentucky hosting Louisville. Wildcats are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got in the game? Hmm. I got to go with Kentucky because I feel like this is Liz Wayne's last game, you know, because, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we got to we got, we got to get one for Will Levis before he goes out. Right, Chris? Yeah, I got Will Levis as well. I got Kentucky covering three and a half. I don't know what the status of Malik Cunningham is. I think the Cats at home get it done. Alabama hosting Auburn. Crimson Tide are a 21 and a half point favorite. Cadillac Williams is hot right now with Auburn. Who you got in this one? Give me, give me, give me the other dog, Auburn, because I feel like they don't got nothing to lose, Chris, because, listen, it's our pop for the boy as a villain because – if they don't beat Alabama, Cowboys is not getting the job, you know? Yes. I, I like Auburn to cover as well. Bama wins. Auburn covers. I think they're riding the high, the emotions of the last couple of weeks. I think they will give Bama their best shot for sure. LSU on the road at A&M. Oh, yeah. Tigers are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. What say you? I, I have to go with LSU because since that by LSU, Chris, 
they're going to try to win this game because they try to keep the playoffs close a lot because we got to beat Texas A&M because because Chris last time Edgewood has not won well last time Edgewood at Texas A&M. Yeah, I got LSU covering as well. I I I just I'm not a believer in A&M at all. I think they're I, I don't know I don't know what to think of A&M. I just I trust LSU much 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 more. Finally, Tennessee in Nashville licking their wounds from what the Gamecocks did to them. Volunteers are a 14-and-a-half-point <laughs> favorite over Vandy. Does Vandy pull the shocker? Hmm. Hey, let me go with the other dog because I thought maybe we were cold, but say about maybe they have they have beat Kentucky and Florida upset two wins. Give me another upset, you know? Another upset. I'm actually going with the balls to cover. I, I think Joe Milton, I think they'll bounce back. Their offense is still elite. Vandy's a nice story. I think it stops here, though. Anyways, that's all of our games. Justin, it's always a pleasure, my guy. I, I like doing that with you. I appreciate you, and hopefully you get all your picks right. Oh, yeah, me too, Chris. Hope you'll get right too, man. Yeah, man. Hey. Go Gamecocks beat Clemson. Absolutely, Justin. I appreciate you, my guy. Always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care, brother. All right, man. You too. Appreciate you. All right, guys, that being said, we are going to jump into a break. It'll probably be our final break of the day, though. I waited till 1.30 to get this break in. On the other side, though, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-337-7. Guys, join the Big Cock Club today, by the way. We will be in the Big Cock Club Discord in our BCC Hangout watching all the games today. Really excited for that. So if you guys want to join us, you're more than welcome. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club to get full access to that. Uh, looking forward to it. A lot of great games on, of course, USA USA and England play at 2 o'clock. Um, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a fun day, and I hope you guys are enjoying your Black Friday. I hope you're enjoying your holiday weekend. I was I was wondering today, I was like, how many people are going to tune into TDC today? Because, I, you know, I, I don't know. Do, do people work today? Do people, are they off? Like, what's the normal, what's the norm on this Friday, the, the, the Friday between Thanksgiving and this weekend? Like, I, I don't know. I don't recall because I haven't been in the corporate world in quite a while. So, um. <clears throat> let's see let's see jeffrey jackson don't know any of this don't know any of you but this year's been great been entertaining i love the spurs up show thank you jeffrey appreciate it proud of this team proud of our coaching staff couldn't be happier with the season don't care about three weeks to go tomorrow is going to be tough we can score this matchup will be different than 30 to nothing yeah for sure for sure absolutely <clears throat> let's see Okay, Craig, I see Nick is your cousin. Love it. That's awesome. 19 to 17, Baylor at the half. Very good. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. Justin Martin, you're the man. Again, taking your questions, comments, calls, guys. The phone lines are open. We've got 24 minutes left here on this Friday. And as we sit here on this game day eve, I'm very excited for the game. You know, it's, it's <laughs> I'll just say this. You know what's funny, guys, is I I, I don't and – I, and I think y'all probably know this, but, like, I, I don't – I don't really hate anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, like I, – I, I don't hate anyone. I You know, I, I, I love the trash talk. The banter is what makes, 
rivalry week so much fun like we don't do this every single week talking trash like we do throughout the week but it's a good time and i i'm looking forward to a great game um you know social media is going to be chaos either way <laughs> social media will be uh will be chaos either way so it's it's going to be a fun time like i said looking forward to it and you know just hoping the gamecocks can come out on top and and play their best ball, and again, play on the attack and be the aggressor, and we'll just see what happens there. Craig, uh, Nick is older than me. Yeah, Nick is Nick is definitely older than me. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's see. Yeah, my 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 mentions have already been held, but you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's what you'd expect. It's what you'd expect. Let's see. Lynn Turner, retail and restaurants work today. Most of it's off. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely working. Yeah. Black Friday for sure. Black Friday in full effect. I will be just chilling, watching ball after this. So it's it's going to be a fun Friday. I'm looking forward to it. I specifically this morning went to the gym and got all that out of the way um, so that we could have us a Friday and have us a time. Um, by the way, guys, those of you who ordered Beamer Ball towels, if you have not gotten them yet, those should be there today. So check your shipping, check your tracking number. If you have any questions, you feel free to shoot us an email, shoot us a DM, what have you. But all those orders have been sent out. They should be getting delivered by latest today. So uh, anyways, let's see. I, I don't know who's going to come back, who's going to leave, guys. It's, it's really tough to tell. Um, I think it depends on a lot of different things for a lot of different guys. So I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to leave. Uh, I don't know. I think we'll just have to wait and see, truly. Um yeah, so. Anyways, I'm locked in, guys. Check out the podcast that dropped this morning, episode 733. I would say one of the more electric shows of the season. Uh, as I break down the Clem Sucks game, my, my preview prediction, full breakdown, key matchups, keys to game, all that good stuff. And I'm locked in with 24 to 21, which is crazy because that's the exact prediction I had over the summer. And, uh, you know, I, I made the proclamation – early in the summer that South Carolina would beat Clem Sucks, and I'm sticking by that. You know, I, I, I've i had a gut feeling for this one since, since like, May, June. I just – I looked at this ball game, and, um, and and don't get me wrong. Clem Sucks is talented all across their roster. They, they've recruited at an extremely high level. I mean, God, they're 10-1 and one right now, guys. You're not 10-1 and one on accident, right? But I still just view them as mortal. Like, Clem Sucks is kind of what I thought they would be, right? They they navigate. And it's not their fault. They play who they have on their schedule, and they beat who they have on their schedule. Kudos, congratulations. But they've navigated a JV schedule to a 10-1 and record. Commend them. Kudos. Fantastic. Um, but I think they're a very beatable football team. And if South Carolina plays their game, it's about the Gamecocks in this one. It, it really is. South Carolina plays their game. I think they will get victory, and that's what I expect to happen. And I think the Gamecocks will uh, will put back-to-back good performances together, and I, I think uh, we'll all be celebrating this time next week. So, let's see. Andy Cohn, two more Beamer Ball tees and double XL. Are they back on your site where I can order? Uh, Andy Cohn, we definitely have double XL on our store. Yes, T-S-U-S dot store. Yeah, we've got black T-shirts um t-s-u-s dot store yeah you can either get those in comfort colors or we have them in uh bella canvas yeah we definitely have double xl black t-shirts on our store absolutely yeah yep yep for sure mm -hmm. 
And also, Andy, you might want to get them before end of day today because Black Friday sale, 25% off through midnight tonight. So, yep, 25% off. So, yep, 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 yep. So, anyways, guys, what are your predictions? Hey, it's that time. It's that time. What are your predictions? Would love to hear from you all. Andy Cohen, is Stone Blanton better against the run than any of our other linebackers? I, you know, I think he's going to be a great player. I'd still probably say right now Sherrod Green will be better than that. Debo Williams pretty solid as well. So, I mean, linebacker play is going to be huge. Linebacker play is going to be huge in this football game for sure. Andy Cohen's got 27 and 23 Gamecocks. John Everett would get in the dub. And, it, and, it, and it's so funny, right? I still see it. Even after this week of, of telling the story of the Clemson baseball hat thing, it's, it's hilarious that, like, the the greatest jab anyone can throw is that picture, and it, and it's even after telling, even after telling the full story, it it's still, it's still it still uh, comes up. It's very funny. Very funny indeed. Social media is going to be a very fun place tomorrow for sure. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. <clears throat> That's 843-790-3377. It's also, too, how, how you know, I, I love it. I, I love how rumors, like, evolve on social media. It, it's literally a game of telephone, right? Like, like people see a picture or they hear a clip or, or they don't even do that. They just make up something. And they say it and then it evolves and it gets, like, worse and things get added and it has literally no basis at all. Like it's honestly the funniest thing. It's on, like and, and it's and it's 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 wild that people so willingly make themselves look like complete slapdicks on social media. Like it's hard to believe that these people with these troll accounts are real human beings. Like it really is. It's it's really hard to fathom at times. It really is. Nah, Ken's no Clem Sucks fans called it. No, no, none at all. None at all. You know, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I would say this, Ken's. I, I feel like Clem Sucks fans, their buttholes are about that tight going into tomorrow. Just from what I'm seeing on social media. You, you would not be able to tell they've got some seven-game win streak in this series. You would not be able to tell they've dominated this series for the last 110 or 112, 118, whatever meetings it is. You wouldn't know. Tight. Tight going in the game. Why is that? Why is that? I guess we'll see tomorrow. I guess we shall see. 
Not a single Clem Sucks fan was heard from me on this Friday. I swear to God. Anyways, uh, let's see. Luke RJ says 48 to 42 Gamecocks. Rattler, four tutties, 400 yards. Love it. Luke RJ, I love it. To the moon, baby. To the moon. Uh, Jeff Bolton, Chris, do you think Beamer would go for two at the end of regulation to win or kick the PAT and play for overtime? Jeff, I think you, uh, I think you go for two. Always err on the side of aggression. Mm -hmm. I could live with that. I could live with going for two. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Go for two. Go for the win. If you control your destiny, if you control your fate, go for it. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I say. I say absolutely go for it. My guy Eric, Tater fans, busy praying like Ricky Bobby right now. And he said, let's see. He sent me, let's see. Mm. Mm, I love it. I appreciate you, Eric. Safe travels tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. Appreciate you, my guy, tuning in. So, Ben Smith says, Do you think tomorrow will be like Mizzou, Florida, Arkansas, et cetera, because Clemson? Well, could be, Ben. And young savage. Except, little Brad, what's up, man? How are you? How are you, Chris? I'm doing good with yourself. How's uh, your Thanksgiving? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you asking. I uh, my Thanksgiving was great. Ate my body weight in turkey and had some pumpkin pie and had a really good time, man. I appreciate you asking. How was yours? Mine was very peaceful. I was say. <laughs> Love that. As we talk about, let me get down to this. As Tennessee from last week was an epic showdown. I love it. I love how they beat the hell out of it. It was y'all be dragging them like on the street. It was crazy. I just loved it. And the fans was like crazy. Love that too. It was epic. It was the best show I ever people seen last week in my life. Yeah, last weekend was incredible, man. Just hope to get a repeat. Yes, but as we talk about tomorrow. I don't know how it's going to turn out, because, you know, as for me, you see a Clemson fan, that's the past, as coming up as a game car fan, I want to see how it count tomorrow, you know, wow. as every year we watch this game, we see the two, and we see Clemson wins every year, mm. every year, every year. Now it's, now it's the opportunity to just do it. This is their last stand. They make it or break this is the only moment we only have. Mm -hmm. so, hey, like, point, yeah, like, I mean, like you're saying, man, let your nuts hang. You got nothing to lose. Like, you got nothing to lose. There's no next week. There's no tomorrow. Right. Why not? Let your nuts hang, man. Right. You can't, you can't reschedule the game next week. It's only just this last day, and it's got to go through. It only got to go through just to get through. And that's all I'm saying at this point, because if they can, they, we can really win this thing tomorrow, because every year is win, 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 win with them, 
And it's like, I see Gamecock lose for so long in years. It's like, where is the excitement? I need to see the excitement. Like, I see Tennessee. This is why we see how at last week. That's what I need to see tomorrow. When I sit down, drink my coffee, whatever I'm going to be drinking, watch the show. Indeed. I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. I'm fired up, locked in. Just ready to go, man. Ready for toe to meat leather, and hey, let's see what happens. Right. I know you have some Clemson fans rolling on that podcast all week. Just know the shit out because they ain't doing nothing but talk shit. Mm. Oh, they, 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 they've all been tuned in, man. They, they, they've been tuned in all week. Trust me, you're going to have some fans out there that going to be tend to be Gamecock fans. Mm. And Clemson fans will be undercover in that in that stadium tomorrow at the Valley. For sure, to begin, you need to report to Gamecocks. So, I'd hate to see if if Clemson wins, and you got to see a, a Clemson fan wearing a Gamecock shirt to report the Gamecocks and just rip your shirt off. I just don't want to see that. Indeed. Indeed. Don't have time for that. Just, you know, got to block every team. You want to block Shipley, do all the as you can. I need to see the energy mark with Tennessee. That's all I need to see. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's all I'm going to have to just watch is just look. Well said, my man. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. You and uh, you and Young Savage, give them hell, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm back to you. So, I'm just saying for this, for this moment. So, I hope we beat, I hope we beat Clemson tomorrow. And so, just in case that I'm just deal with it. If we lose against Clemson, we got to find Marcus Jaffer. If we beat Clemson, we beat against Clemson, we're going to win our victory. And guess what? To the day, to the day comes, I'm about to say, oh, wait, we don't give a shit. And um, to be clear, I am here for it. And my twin bar is absolutely right. And I feel the gut in my head. And we lose so, much, so many years, I think, about winning against Clemson. So I think be a great idea. So me, 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 my twin brother, me, and my twin brother tomorrow. We're gonna to have a big one for against um, house divide. So it's gonna be a big celebration. So mm. let, let the party begin. Indeed, can't wait. Hey, y'all, give them hell, man. Appreciate y'all, and uh, let's get that freaking dub tomorrow. All right, you have a great weekend. Mm. Yeah, y'all take care. Great stuff. Love it. Love hearing from uh, Lil Brad and Young Savage, man. What a, what a, what a duo that is. What a duo. Uh, anyways, guys, we got nine minutes to go. We're not taking a break. We're running straight through this thing. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Friday. TGIF, November the 25th, 2022. Again, Black Friday sale running through the end of the day, running through midnight, I should say, when you check out 25% off your entire purchase. Don't even have to put a promo code in. Uh, it will automatically apply 25% off by far our biggest discount, biggest sale we will run all year long. So go check it out. 76 Gamecocks says, I'm hoping Sat just says F it again and doesn't get caught up in the micromanagement of the game. Put our guys in positions to be successful and drop your nuts. Ha-ha. Yeah, I mean, 76 Gamecocks, I mean, I, I, I talked about that on the podcast. It's just, I, I just, I, I just can't believe, I, I refuse to believe that Shane Beamer will allow this football team to revert back to so let's jump to the phone lines. And he hung up. All right. Call back in if you like. 
I, what I was saying, I, I just refuse to believe that Shane Beamer will allow this football team to revert back to what we saw against Florida at previous games. I, I just – it to me, like, it will be such a shame because as, as Steven Garcia pointed out, again, the standard's been set. Like, they, they, you can't sit there and say, well, you just don't have the personnel. Now, the line of scrimmage concerns me. It, it does. It does. It flat out concerns me. But you have the skill position players to to – to make some noise tomorrow. You, you do. You do. Um, there, there will not be a, a good excuse. There will not be a – There will not be an excuse built in for some offensive success. Hunter, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry for the third phone call, but I just figured why, why not uh, since, you know, if y'all – it's only close to two o'clock, but – Man, when we beat Tennessee, when I was not I was I forgot to say this uh, this last time when every time I called in, but when we beat them, and I kept telling you about how my sister's husband kept talking so much shit. I mean, dude, I I was texting him so many times, like man, like uh, every touchdown we've gotten, I kept I, I kept saying woo and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, he he was not texting me at all. Like he that day, uh, the next day he wasn't texting me at all until. The very next day, and mm. yeah, he, he he was quiet the whole game, and it was just funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. Well, man, listen. The beauty of football and the beauty of this rivalry, especially, is that uh, you know, win or lose, you talk your talk, and when you win, you get to dance yeah. on your opponents, your rivals' grave for 365 days, and when you lose, you got to be there and be a man and take it and eat crow. And that's you know, that's what that's what I'll do Sunday, Monday, all next week. You know, if South Carolina goes out there and and gets their butts kicked, I, I will be here to, to eat crow and say that I was wrong and and uh, and give Clem Sucks their credit and, and tip my cap and what have you. But uh, I, I can I can assure you that if the result goes as I expect, I, just just buckle up. Yeah, That's what I'll say. I mean, just buckle up and stay tuned. I'm really, really, really hoping this version of this version of the team shows up for Clemson. I mean, we, we have to get this up because there's no way we can let them beat us eight years in a row. Yeah, they have a ten to one record, but uh, we got to end that streak. Nobody beats the Gamecocks eight years in a row, my friend. <laughs> nobody, nobody does. Yeah, is uh, sixty-three to ten. Sixty-three to ten, I, Carolina. Love it. Yep, I think our defense is going to be light tomorrow. So, <laughs> my get my man from your lips to God's ears. Jesus, I, I would. I hope so. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you, Hunter. Great stuff. 63 to 10, folks. What a time that would be. Hunter Hunter with the, the 63 to 10 pick. Love that. I, I, I mean, give me that right now. Give me that right now. Uh, interesting line movement, by the way, guys. The line is the same. The total in this ballgame. It's actually shifted over under 52 and a half is now the total. So uh, the total has risen. I still think it's going to go under. I still tend to think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring of the game. Uh, Eric says, if you win the toss, do you want the ball? Abso-freaking-lutely, I want the ball. Yes. We want the ball, and we're going to go score. That's the way I look at it. We want the ball, we're going to set the tone immediately. Yep, that's exactly what I want. Yep. Absolutely, Eric. No, I, I want to be on the attack. I, I want to be on the attack early. I want to be on the attack often. Um, 
Yeah, should be a beautiful day for football. Daddy O says the forecast improved. Yeah, should be a beautiful, beautiful day for football. No, I, I want the football, and I, I want to get after them. Listen, I, I can – again, I, I can live with – I can live with the game not going the way we want tomorrow. And we were aggressive and we attacked and we made Clem sucks uncomfortable. I can live with that. I can't live with being passive. I can't live with being conservative. I can't live with playing for tomorrow because there is no tomorrow. It's this game. This is it. For all the bragging rights, it's all on the line. Play that way. Attack that way. And we'll see what happens. Michael Brock. No, I'm not going to be there. We are throwing a watch party at Carolina Alehouse Harbison in Columbia, South Carolina. That is where I will be. 76 Gamecocks is enjoyed today. Hoping TSUS continues strong. Chris, always look forward to you coming on with JC and Phil. I'll try to come on more often. Timing conflicts with getting my butt to work. 76 Gamecocks. Thank you. I appreciate it. Glad you could come on. Did JC and Phil not do a show today? I mean, I... I I don't, I don't know the day. Hunter Kelly, do you live stream? Yes. Yes, I do, Hunter. Yes. TDC roll. What's going on? How are you? I'm good, bro. It's Luke RJ. My phone messed up. I didn't get to say my name. You're good, man. I, I noticed the number. I recognize it. What's up? All right. So, uh, real quick, I just wanted to say that, uh, Chris, I, I, I see Clemson moving the ball pretty good on our defense from from what uh from what i've seen all throughout the year you know like even even in the games even in, well i don't know i guess i guess kentucky and a&m uh we kind of we kind of held held up good on 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 deep on defense but i don't know man i think they're going to be rolling they're going to be rolling and what's going to come down to is is whether the gamecocks can do well on on offense again like what they did versus Tennessee. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still, I still think that you know, we can, we can have another offensive performance like Tennessee. Maybe not as good, but I think, I think we got it in us. We can, we can, uh, we can do it. But you know, it could. It, I just, I don't know. I don't know why, but I think Clemson's going to be able to run the ball on us, just like kind of for it like they could score you know first four possessions of the game and like everybody's like freaking out but can we keep up with them mm-hmm. that's that's my immediate thought but I hope I hope we win this game and everybody wants to win and I'll say this too with uh with Beamer you know we've lost we didn't win under much chance we didn't let we didn't win under much chance but this it's you're right you're talking about this is Beamer's only uh Second time playing Clemson. Mm-hmm. So this is a different staff. It's a different program. You know, it's only Beamer's only uh lost one of these games. So maybe he can maybe he can pull it out and everything. It's uh it's kinda like equal now. You know, maybe he can do it. So that's Luke all I got. Hey Luke RJ, hey, before you go, to your point, hey, whether you gotta win twenty one to twenty or forty five to forty two, just find a way. To, to, to borrow the phrase from counter baseball, win anyway. Just win anyway. Find a way, man. Find a way. That's it. Find a way. Yep. Go Cox, Chris. Appreciate you, Luke RJ. We'll talk soon, my friend. Guys, we have hit 2 o'clock. Thank you all so much. What an exciting week. And I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Hope your Black Friday is going well. 
hey, take a load off, stay a while, have some coffee, enjoy some football, what have you, and gear up for tomorrow because it's going down in Tigertown. It will be, of course, like I said, at Carolina Alehouse, Harbison in Columbia, South Carolina. Hope to see you guys out there. Of course, I will have the Beamer Ball towels and koozies on hand. We'll have stickers to give away. We'll have koozies to give away, all that good stuff. And, again, I appreciate you all. Have your Tiger packs on deck. And, yes, Brian Alexander, when and if we get the dub, we will have a special T-shirt to commemorate the victory. Uh, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Um, my final word to the Clem Sucks folk out there. Do you see I got the Cuck Flimson shirt on? A Clem Sucks man needs no introduction. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Folks, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Go beat Clem Sucks. And we'll see you all on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.